Welcome to Lakeside Church's message podcast. Our prayer is that you fall in love with Jesus, find your church family, live in freedom, and be active in your purpose. Let's join the message already in progress. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys. You could take a seat. Kids, you guys are going. Um, Miss Hannah's in the back right over there. So fifth grade in chapter four. 1 John chapter 4, that's where we're going to be at, starting in verse 1. We are in a, um, a sermon series um, where we're just reading through the book of 1 John. Um, I'm going to pray, I'm going to invite the Lord to help me speak clearly, and I'm going to ask that he would help us all have ears to hear. So Heavenly Father, Jesus, this is your word. It was written by, by your apostle, a man that you lived with and ate with and lived life with. God, it was given for our good. It's been kept over thousands of years for your people so that we could learn and we could grow. I pray that the same spirit that inspired it would be here helping me talk about it and would be here helping us listen and understand that we might all grow and be more like you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Men. Amen. So chapter 4, he's, he's going to add in something. He's, he talked about love at the end of chapter 3, about how we need to love people, and we love people because of what Jesus did for us. But now he's going to add something in here, and I think this is important for our church. This is one of the, pa- I mean, all the scripture is important, but, but I think for our church for today, um, like specifically for Lakeside, I just have this feeling. He says, beloved, I love that word. We'll pause on that word for a second. But, but be loved. Realize you are the loved of God. You're, you're the ones God loves, so be loved. But beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you will know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Verse 3, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist. Church, this idea of testing, that word testing, if you look it up, it means, it means to find the genuine. Find the counterfeit. Make a critical examination of something. Put it to the test. Examine it. It's interesting that that he, he puts that word in this passage as he's talking about the spirits. Um I gotta put my cards on the table, like my spiritual um background. You you have to understand that to understand me and why I think these, this set of verses is so important. So I was raised in a Presbyterian church and went to a Nazarene private school. Um, two groups that taught the Bible well. I learned about Jesus. I learned the Old Testament. Like, like I, I was trained in scriptures because my mom would drag me to church even when I didn't want to go. But they were not churches that, that and, I, and I, nothing against them, but they never talked about the spirit. 
Like they, they sang a song, I think, like, Praise Heaven, Father, three in one. I can't remember it, but you know what I'm talking You've heard that song? So they talked about the Spirit, but they, they didn't really talk about the Spirit. Um, I walked away from the Lord for, for several years. I, I was an atheist. I, I said I didn't believe in God, but maybe deep in my heart I did. I don't know. But God brought me home, and then he put me in a church that talked a lot about the Spirit. Like, it like, that was the thing this church talked about. And it was pretty amazing because um, it was very on the side of the church's, church kingdom of God where the Spirit was talked about. He was inside each of us. The Spirit of, God, Spirit of God could speak to us. The Spirit of God could use us. And it, it was refreshing and it was exciting. Um, but I'm going to say there were some things that happened where we didn't test. We, we, we didn't test. So now I'm in this weird place where um, I, I know there's a lot of fake out there. I know there's a lot of manipulation out there. I know there's a lot of people that, that, that say things like, thus saith the Lord, and God's not talking. And I don't want that. That's dangerous. That's that's sad. But I know the Spirit of God is real. And, and I know that, um, that he can speak, he can lead us, he can guide us, he can connect people like Jonathan and that gentleman he met, like the Spirit can use us and empower us. But John says, beloved, don't believe every spirit. Test them. Examine them critically. Find the genuine. Acknowledge the counterfeit. See whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. See, what the enemy would love to do, what the enemy would love to do is, is fill the church with either the idea that the Spirit of God cannot move, cannot speak, cannot be present, that God is not real. He would love for every church to just be a church that has a book but no spirit. Or he would love to have your church just so absolutely open to everything that you let so many things into the house that you can't even find the genuine. There is a place. There is a place where there's testing, where there's examination, where, where there's humility. For instance, I, I think, it's not like, get the blue, but, but there are times where, where I feel just an impression of the Lord, where I feel like he's leading me um, into a conversation, into a relationship, in, into something that is godly. But you need to have humility in that. You, you'll notice you've never heard me say, thus says the Lord. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, there's another set of scriptures um, underneath these ones, Rachel from 1 Corinthians. Can you, can you put that up on the screen, please? 1 Corinthians 14, 29, it says, and, and you've got to understand this, because if, if you're going to think that God can speak, you better do it like the scripture says. 
It says, let two or three prophets speak and let the others weigh what is said. Some people, they don't do that. I don't know why. So when you have an impression, when you have a feeling, when you have a, a sense that perhaps God is moving on you, you should be open and ready and expect what you say to be weighed or judged or to be examined. Which is why if I talk to you, you may hear me say, you know, I just think, I feel, I have an idea, because I am not God. But I'm telling you, there's times that God does speak to me, through me. There's times God probably is speaking to you or through you. But you, if, you, if you want a uh, meeting, um, you know, we, we went through this, this training the past couple weeks and it was good for me and I realized, like, I love the church, but also, man, I want people who are far from God to, to grow closer to him. So there's this gentleman in my life that I've, I've just... I've known and I've, I know he has a hunger for God, but he's questioning. So I invited him out. We had breakfast this week. And I said, buddy, you know, I think it would be great if we could just read the Bible together. If we could just pray together. If we, you know, I know you're questioning. I know you got some things. And I think what you need is more than just a Sunday morning sit and get to talk some things out to learn to to go through the scriptures now did I think God was leading me in that yes but I didn't say thus says the Lord and notice how he says he says don't believe in 1 John chapter 4 1 don't believe every spirit there are some people who think God is speaking to them or through them, and he ain't. Can we just say that? There's some people that will come up to you and be like really excited saying, God is saying this, and it's not him. It is not zero. Test them. So don't believe every spirit. Test them. Examine what they're saying. Does it, like this says, every spirit that confesses Jesus has come in the flesh is from God? Is it something, verse 3, every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God? Is it something that's leading you to be closer to Jesus? To know Jesus better? To live more honorably before him? To or like him, to honor the work of the cross. If it's not, throw it away. Trash it. Get away from that. There's abuses in the body of Christ, and I think the body of Christ has let people come in to abuse the gift of the Spirit. But that does not mean we throw the Spirit away.
that does not mean that the Spirit of God, the living, alive Spirit of God, cannot live in us and teach us and lead us and guide us. If you're in this church and you feel God is speaking to you or through you, you should be ready to be tested, to be evaluated. If you, if you really hear from God, anytime I've really felt God speak to me, there's a level of nervousness, a never of, of is this really it? But I'm telling you, the humble people, a God people, who are filled with the Spirit of God, is what this world needs. To seek more of the Spirit in their life, to ground themselves in the Scripture, to be hungry and hopeful for the people around them that don't know Jesus. to allow the Spirit of God to use them. So here, you should never really say, thus says the Lord. If God is speaking, just, I think God is saying this. I feel that we need to pray. I feel we need to just dig into the Word. Allow God to use you but humility, humility is the key to God lifting you up. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is already in the world. I've talked to several people in our church over the past few weeks and I've experienced it in my own life of this, this, this new awakening to God's presence and this new leading and I've been having great conversations with people outside of church that I feel God is leading me into. But I approach those with a humility that perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps God is not working in somebody's life like I think he is. But I still move forward. I still try to be genuine and Christ-centered. Verse 4 of chapter 4. Little children, you are of God and you have overcome them. Who is them? He's talking about the Antichrist, the spirit of the Antichrist, that, that spirit that would like to creep into a church and, and twist and pervert what God wants his church to be. You've overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Do you, do you know that? See, that's the good stuff right there. You should leave here with an understanding that, that hovered over the waters in creation. The spirit that came down on Jesus at his baptism was sent to us, given to us. And it's greater than the world. It's greater than all the lies of the enemy. 
greater than any antichrist out there. It's given to you. So walk in it. And what I'm sharing here, it, it's, 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 not a, it's not a rebuke to anybody. It's not a correction. But it's a good guideline. If it's the Spirit, he's pointing to Jesus. And if you think the Spirit is using you, approach that with humility. God's people should be very humble and still very bold. And you watch what God does. You watch what you start when you start living in a little bit of humility and, and, and focusing on Jesus Christ, the Son of God and King of Kings. You watch when you, when you have that mindset and then you have the Spirit of God in you. Don't be amazed. Be amazed at what God could do. One of our sisters in our church, she, she wasn't feeling well this morning, so we prayed for her. And all I said, it wasn't anything magic. She said, God, bring healing, and if there's any swelling, bring it down. She said, how did you know I had swelling? I didn't. I just kind of prayed it. I didn't say, God's bringing your swelling down, or God, but I love my sister. I want her to feel better. And when you operate in love, you're operating in the Spirit. And it's amazing what he can do. Verse 5, it says, They are from the world. The enemy wants to bring the world into the church. God wants to bring the church out of the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak as the world, and the world listens to them. False prophets get the world's attention. But we are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not, um, if, if, if you've got the Spirit of God, you will be able, as you study your Scripture and ground everything in the Word of God, but the Spirit of God will bring that to remembrance, and when you hear somebody false, you'll be like, that ain't it. That, that, that's, that's not it. That's, that's manipulation. That's, that's fake. That's, that's not pointing people to Jesus. That's, that's a gimmick or a trick. Like, that's not it. The Spirit of God in you will help you discern. Let's move into a few more verses. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Let us love one another. See, you, you, you can walk in the Spirit when you're walking in love. When you're not trying to get another notch in your belt or get some praise from men. Like when I prayed for my sister and she said, man, God kind of spoke in that. I felt God, because you were praying for what I needed and you didn't even know. It wasn't about me. I wanted her to feel better because I love her. If you do things out of love, then you're walking with God because whoever love is from God and whoever's been born of God, born of the Spirit of God, knows God and walks in love. But pride, selfishness, pointing people to yourself, that's the world. Test every spirit. Test every man of God. Test everything I say. 
test me, test each other, but do it in humility. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. Like, be prepared to not get it right. But also, the closer you walk with Jesus and the more you focused on love, I promise Anyone who does not love does not know God, verse 8, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest or made real among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation or the payment for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. The Spirit will line up with that. The Spirit will line up with talking about Jesus and pointing people to Jesus and realizing true love is only found in Jesus. And when you experience that love, it comes out of you because that love's too great for you to hold on your own. You share it. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. See, one of the ways you can love another person is by being filled with the Spirit of God, by being grounded in Scripture, in living and loving like Jesus, your Savior and your King. So I say this today, and we, we're going to stop here on verse 12 will be our last verse. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Do you want to know how you can tell it's the Spirit? Is he leading you to love Jesus better? Is he leading you to love your brothers and your sisters better? Is, it, is, it, is he taking the love of God that was shown on the cross when Jesus died a death he didn't deserve? Is he making that more real to you? Are you able to look at the cross and say, man, if Jesus did that for me, how can I not love the people in my life? It says, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Would you bow your heads for a moment? Would you close your eyes? I just think perhaps maybe God is wanting to reveal his love more deeply to some people in here today. Perhaps God is wanting to fill some people in this room with his love. To let his love be perfected and a full in your life. Maybe you've not been walking in the love of God. Maybe you just need a reminder of his love. But I hope pray 
that we could leave here today as people who are full of his love, focused on the cross, focused on Jesus, and demonstrating his love to others. If you would like, or if you think you need, just a fresh touch of the love of God in your life, a fresh reminder in your heart by the Spirit of God that God loves you. A fresh ability to love the people in your lives, your spouses, your kids, the people you work with, help you be full of His love. Would you just put your hand up right now? Just say, you know what, I'd like more of God's love in my life. I'd like to keep my eyes focused on the cross and I'd like to live in a way that demonstrates the cross of Christ, a humble way, a loving way, a kind way. As the music plays, would you just ask God to do that? Just say, God, fill my life with your love. Help me to know your love. Help me to show your love. Help me to be an example of a loving person. Help me to see clearly how much Jesus loved me on that cross. Help me to see how that blood was shed for my sins when I didn't deserve it. God, help me to be full of the love of God in my life. Would you just say that prayer? faith, knowing that you are the beloved of God. So church, leave here and be loved. Test the spirits, of course, but when you recognize the Lord leading you closer to Jesus, when you recognize the Lord helping you love others, just lean into that receptive to God's love even when you don't deserve it. Lean into those things that can demonstrate that love to others. And I promise you, that's walking in the Spirit. That's being led. Thank you for this church. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your Spirit. Thank you for your Word. Thank you for the times you do talk to us and lead us and guide us and show us what you want. Lord, and thank you for the times that you don't, that all we know we need to do is love. Thank you, God, when we just are loved and loving others. Thank you, God, for the cross of Christ. God, that the spirit you gave us is greater than the spirit of the world. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, I love you guys. I really do. I hope that over the next few weeks you uh, get to know Jonathan and David a little bit better. Talk to them hang out with them as much as possible connect with them next week we have a hangout amen 
it's a good time to bring a friend or to bring somebody. Because look, if you look at the next few verses, you know what we're talking about next week. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about his love. We're talking about um, the Son of God. If you know somebody that needs to hear that, you can bring them next week. You know what we're going to talk about. Hey guys, I'm Bob. <laughs> <laughs>